If I got to come in with cash, I need to be under 200,000. I get that, I get that. It's gonna sell for 350 and I gotta spend a ton. Of, I mean, there's no money left now. Welcome to this video one in this special video series where I'm gonna get on the phones and show you how to make offers on distressed real estate properties using real case studies. Nothing teaches better than seeing in action. So on this video, you get to look over my shoulder and watch me make a low offer on a real estate deal live. You're gonna learn firsthand how to build rapport, justify your position, and posture a low offer and reset the expectations of the seller. All of that and more, coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Data Cruncher software, which finds cheap houses in your area. Get it now at mydatacruncher.com. If you're new here to this channel, I'm Jerry Norton with FlippingMastery.com, and this channel is all about ways to help you make money wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and turn on the bell notifications so you don't miss new videos. One of the things I do with my elite mentoring and partner students is I hold a two-day live in-person small group private training where I teach my proprietary system for doing three to five deals a month consistently in the next 30, 60, 90 days. And one of the favorite things my mentor and partner students love the most is when I get on the phone live and model my three-step process for how to make an offer using a real live deal. So I decided to put together a special video series where I'm gonna use a few of these live case studies. By the way, if you'd like to learn more about my mentor and partner program, just go to FastTrackWithJerry.com to register for a free training. Getting on the phones and making offers can be intimidating, especially if your offer is quite a bit lower than the asking price. However, with some practice and following my three-step process, you can have great success. On this video, I'm gonna show you each step and then cut to a live call where you can see it in action so the lesson will really sink in. Now, on this particular deal, it's an on-market property in Bowie, Maryland. That means there's a real estate agent involved. And yes, you can wholesale on-market properties despite what most people think. In fact, I did an entire video where I break down how to dominate on-market properties and work with real estate agents. I'll put a link to that video in the description below so you can watch it later. Now, before I break down the steps and we cut to the live call, this was a distressed property where the asking price was like 329,000. And after looking over the comps, we determined that the after repair value was like 350,000, which means we needed to get this deal for under 200,000 on a property with an asking price of 329,000. That's a lot lower than the asking price, but don't forget my number one rule to acquisitions, which is to make offers on all qualified leads, regardless of asking price. This property was distressed, so we're gonna call and make the offer, even though our offer is over $125,000 lower than the asking price. And best of all, you'll learn how to do that without offending the agent or seller. Step one when making the offer is to break the ice by getting the seller or agent to talk. The best way to do this is to ask the agent or seller to tell you about the property or the situation. Let's cut to the call now so you can see what this looks like. Then we'll come back and discuss it further. Yeah, my name's Jerry and I was calling about that property you have on Starlight. Yep, how, how can I help you? Well, I'm an investor and I'd like to make an offer on this property. I see that you just did a price reduction. Is that right? I did, I did. Okay. Tell me what's going on. Is this a private seller or a bank or what's the deal? It's a standard sale. He's retired military, moving to Myrtle Beach. Okay. Uh, he just wants to sell. How long has he lived here? A long time? Uh, 12 years. Okay. When's he wanting to move? 
As soon as he can. Okay. As and soon he, as he can. He can't move, though, till he sells because he needs money for moving? He said he's already been pre-approved in Myrtle Beach because he's, he's military. Yeah. So the house needs, it needs a little bit of makeup, maybe some lipstick, eyeshadow, rouge, and that she'll be just fine. A facial, a full facial or a partial facial? She needs maybe a three-quarter facial. Okay. Okay, so I introduced myself as an investor, and then I asked her to tell me what's going on. And this particular agent had a sense of humor and joked about how the property needed fixed up. And this is a critical first step. Don't just launch right into your offer. Ask and listen and find out as much as you can. Getting the other person to talk lowers their guard and gets them to feel more comfortable with you. Now, step two is what I call posturing your offer or building your position. This is a critical step before making your low offer especially if it's a low offer. You have to first help the seller or agent understand your position. Use logic to make a case for your offer price. The more you give a reasonable explanation and you justify your low offer, the less offended they'll be, and they may even be more compelled to accept your offer. In this case, I told the agent that I had really poured over the numbers to try and make this deal work. Let's cut to the call so you can see how it played out. What were your numbers coming up as? You know, I really took a look at the, the neighborhood. It's a little tricky because there's a lot of garages in the neighborhood. Yes, there are, and that has a carport. The market will probably discount me for that a bit. I'm thinking, you know, like the going sale price for a renovated home is going to be like around the 180 bucks a foot, which, mm-hmm. which that puts me at 360. I'm thinking 360 all fixed up. I'm looking at a comp on Starlight on 12413 that's um about the same size it's a two and a half bath not a two bath it sold for let me pull it i got it in front of me actually right now 194 a foot same size 1781 actually it is a four two i think but this thing's nice i mean it's it's fully renovated wood floors they opened up the the dining you know so it's all open i mean this flipper did a it sold it sold for 345 so when she asked my offer number, I didn't even tell her my offer price. Instead, I focused on building a position of what I believe the after repair value was. I made a strong argument using a similar house that had recently sold on the same street to justify the after repair value. I wanted to first build a case for what the true value is for the home. Not only does this build credibility, but it shows the agent or the seller that I'm using hard data and facts to come up with my offer price. And did it work? Well, what happened next is very interesting. The agent immediately started divulging information about the seller's bottom line. Take a listen. And I'm gonna tell you this, and I'm not supposed to be because he's my client. Yeah. He's eager to sell. He owes upwards of 260. You know, you come with 310, I'll encourage him to sign that. Thank you for sharing that. That's really helpful to kind of know that. So by me establishing the ARV of this property, she felt compelled to tell me that the seller would probably take 310 on her $329,000 listing, which is still way too high. But the point is she opened right up. And from this point on in the conversation, I'm the authority and I'm leading the direction of this conversation. And to really solidify now that she's working for me, the next thing I did was I offered her to represent
represent me as the buyer's agent on the transaction. This means in addition to getting 3% for the listing, she'll also get 3% for representing me as the buyer. Now, I call this my double dip strategy, and it's the most effective way to get agents working hard to get your offers accepted. If that doesn't make total sense to you, then I want you to watch a video where I break down in detail my double dip strategy. I'll put a link to that video in the description below for you to watch later. So listen to how I position the double dip and her response. By the way, I haven't told you this yet. I'm unrepresented, so I'd like you to submit the offer for me as my buyer's agent. What do you think about that? That would, that would be perfect. By the way, when you get stuff like this, I'm the one you call, okay? Oh, okay, cool. You got it. I'll let you represent me on anything you find. Oh, that's perfect. Okay, I, 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 I love that. Now, if, if that's the case, I will try to convince him to go, you know, to go three, if that's the case. Okay. Wow, by offering to let her represent me on the offer, she was very excited about that, and she said she would try to get the seller to accept 300000 when a minute ago she said three ten. Now, I'm not making this stuff up, guys, but even three hundred is still way too high. So watch me go back to step two and continue to build my case for making a low offer. Take a listen. Yeah, my, my problem with even that is, so we might be just a little too tight because... Um, I just got to get my head around the rehab and I don't quite know right now. If I've got to make it look like this comp on Starlight to get 345, then I mean these people have put at least 60, 70,000 into this house to get 345. Like if you if you look it up, it's 12413 Starlight. I mean it's it, it and it took them about 6 months to sell too. So it's not like it was a they didn't price it low or anything. I'm trying to see if they even have a garage, but they put a new fence out. I mean, it's all new wood floors, new tile, new kitchen, new baths, new everything. And they opened up the walls. So like if I've got to, if I've got to do that to your house to get 345, then there's no way I can pay three. Okay. You know what I mean? So did you see how I went back to the comp down the street that sold for 345,000 and I used it to help her understand using logic that if I had to fix up her house to make it look like that comp down the street, that even 300,000 wouldn't work. Effectively, what I'm doing is resetting the seller or agent's expectations about what the real number needs to be by using facts and logic. Now listen to this next part where the agent goes from 300,000 to 280,000 without me even making the offer yet. What would you propose be a, um, a fair because I do want him to walk away with something. He needs to have moving expenses. Mm. And mm -hmm. me for him and he needs to pay me. So when you're looking at that and he owes 263, that's why I said the 3 because I want him to walk away with something. Something now, and pay and he owes you 6%. He owes me two, he owes me 5%. Let me yeah. ask you this Diana, um how much do you think he needs to to move and all that? If he had $15,000 in his pocket, I think that I could persuade him to come down. So there's so there's the fit so he owes 260, he needs yes. he needs to walk with 15 and then you need your cut too. Mm -hmm. So now I know what I got to work with. So there it is. The seller owes 260. He wants 15,000 for moving expenses and she needs 5%, which means the new adjusted price 
is around 280,000. So effectively, we went from a 329,000 listing to a 310 to a 300 to now a 280. Now, if 280 were a good number, then this would be an awesome case study, but it doesn't work. I actually need to be under 200,000 for this deal to work. So now that I've established my position, I'm ready for step three, which is to make the offer with confidence. So watch now as I make my offer, which is under 200,000. If I got to come in with cash, I need to be under 200,000. I get that. I get that. Cuz the rehab cuz it's 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 going to sell for 350 and I got to spend a ton of, I mean there's no money left now. I mean this could easily be a $50,000 rehab. Okay, so you can see that now that I've reset the expectations and I told the agent boldly and with confidence that I need to be under 200,000 and the agent actually agreed with me and she said, "I get that." Now imagine if I would have told her my offer was 200,000 from the get-go. She would have not agreed and she probably would have been offended at my low offer. Now obviously this situation is a problem because I can't buy it for 200,000 if he has a bank loan for 260,000. So listen to this next part as I reinforce my position, establish myself as an expert and coach her what to do and how to handle this situation with the seller. I don't see how else things are going to work out here because you're mostly going to be aiming towards investors. You know what? I thought that too, only because the house does need, it does need work. That roof is going to be tough. Like a buyer's, a buyer's not going to want to pay anywhere near retail and have to redo a roof in a few years. I'm telling you as an agent, I don't think you're going to get a buyer until you get it under 300. And even then, I don't think you're going to get a buyer that's going to pay more than 250, 260 because... Any investor like me is going to be saying, okay, well, I got to put 50 grand into this thing and then sell it for not even 345 because that other comp sold for 345 on the same street. It's a brick ranch with a fully renovated four bedroom. Okay. Like everything done. Yeah. yeah. I, honestly, um, I would be working on a new mindset with like no money, get out of this thing. That's kind of where he needs to be thinking now. Honestly. Oh, uh, what? Uh to foreclose on it? No, no, not foreclose, but if he can just get out of it, then that's going to be a win. Meaning you're not walking away with 15 grand, you're just getting out of it. Okay. I don't okay. think I don't see him getting anywhere near that. Right. Enough to pay you, enough to pay 15 grand to walk away and pay off a 260 loan. I don't see that happening, honestly. Okay. It just All needs right. too much for the market. I know I've been getting a lot of um, investors Oh yeah. Yeah. You're, you're looking for an investor, which means now that you got to be at investor numbers. So I told her the reality of the situation, what the real numbers are and how she needs to have a heart to heart with the seller. So I effectively took a distressed property listed for sale for 329,000. And I told the agent that the right price is under 200,000, which is over a $125,000 less than asking price. And was she offended? Take a listen. I would sit him down and show him that comp at t at twelve four one three. It's on his street. Right. Like you can't argue okay. with that. And it just sold. It sold for three forty five. I mean, if you show him that and you say, "Listen, three, this this home sold for three forty five, fully renovated, and it's got a bunch of better stuff than your house." I mean, in a nice way, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so you got to tell him, "Look, an investor is going to spend fifty grand to get it to." So they they're not going to pay three hundred and sell it for three forty five and spend fifty. Right. That doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just be real with yeah. them because otherwise six months are going to go by and it's going to be still sitting there. So that That's what I'm afraid of because then I'll have to lower it and lower it and lower it and 
he's not going to like that either. No, I would be straight up with him and be, man, look at this is what the research is showing. I mm-hmm. we got to kind of rethink here what we're doing. So we will work from there. Okay, sounds good, Diana. All right, talk to you soon. So was she offended? No, she actually thanked me for helping her see the reality of the situation. And she said she was going to sit down with the seller and explain to him what's really going on. Now, I don't see this deal really going anywhere anytime soon. My honest opinion is this property is going to become a short sale or a foreclosure. My next move is to follow up with the seller because the way to win in this business is to follow up always and often. Now, remember these three steps. Step one is build rapport. Step two is posture your offer. And then step three is to make the offer with confidence. I hope you found this live case study helpful. This is video one in a series of live videos where you get to look over my shoulder and watch me break down how to make offers. So be sure to be on the lookout for those other videos. I'll put them all in a playlist and I'll put that playlist link in the description below. And if you found this video helpful, hit that like button right now and leave a comment and let me know your biggest takeaway watching me on the phone with this deal in Maryland. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel with hundreds of videos and new videos released every single week. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things wholesaling and flipping. And don't forget, it's not about the money. It's about having the time and freedom to have, be, do, and give everything God has in store for you. That's what it's all about. And I'll see you on the next video.